Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and we're visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd today and with us in the studios Jennifer Bergman the Brainerd City Administrator. Jennifer welcome back. Thanks Ken. Thanks Tess. David Chansky is with us uh, up until a few weeks ago the Community Development Director for the city of Brainerd but congratulations David you are taking a new position. Thank you Ken. Yes I am. It's an exciting time. Got two weeks left here in the city of Brainerd before I head up to Breezy Point to be their next city administrator. Yeah, definitely a step up and congrats. Thank you. Yeah. We are excited for him yeah. and sad for us. So, true, yeah. true. Yeah. You know, you know, that's the way it always is. You for love sure. to see someone uh, take that next step, but you hate to lose a good employee. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, I suppose we're going to talk about uh, trying to find a replacement for him then? <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, the council did appoint a work group uh, to kind of discuss what the community development department looks like and, and where we go in the future with the community development department as you probably know we in the last two years have done a lot with economic development yes um you know thanks to david his leadership and also our eda and the city council really focusing on economic development so uh, we're going to have some discussions about that very good yeah well in the meantime uh believe it or not spring is actually (laughs) going to be here eventually and that usually means uh road projects it does you know we're going to talk about spring even though when we look outside it doesn't feel much like spring we're going to will it that way right yes (laughs) all right so street projects i know i've been talking about this for a while um it is an interesting year for street projects as as well as everything right uh supply chain issues, cost of materials. We are anticipating normal, uh, higher than normal costs this year. Mm. So we're kind of, you know, going into this a little bit uh, apprehensively as as these prices come in. Um, We do have the North Brainerd reconstruction uh, project that's going to have its bid opening on May 6th. Um, And we've talked about this a little bit when Paul Sandy has been here too, the reconstruction of North Brainerd from Juniper um, Juniper from 2nd to 10th, and then North Street from Washington to Holly, North 6th from Washington to Juniper, and then North 7th from Kingwood to Holly Street. So okay. anticipating that happening this year. Uh, South 6th, we're doing a mill, or MnDOT mm-hmm. is doing a mill and overlay from 70th Avenue to Greenwood, um, and then reconstruction of South 6th from Greenwood to Joseph Street. Uh, so okay. stay tuned. That those bids uh, did go out and were accepted. They, we are moving forward with that project. A uh, couple of other things that I think are kind of exciting that are going on is we have a couple of cleanup days that mm. we are anticipating. Uh, we do have one cleanup day scheduled for May 21st, which is actually being coordinated by the Lakes Area Skate Park. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, That's really exciting. So the just mark your calendars. There's going to be more details that will follow um, as we move forward with that cleanup day. So pretty exciting. And you said there was another uh, cleanup day as well? You said there was two of them? There What's is. That second one? The other one is April 22nd, which is Earth Day. Yay. So uh, the Brainerd Parks and Rec Department is partnering with the Northland Arboretum. So we will be coordinating to have volunteers uh, help us pick up in our parks. So that's the other cleanup day happening. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Uh, As we think about spring, and I know there's a lot of gardeners that are anxious to get uh, get into the ground, if you will, and start planting. And uh, 
Let's talk a little bit about uh, community gardens because uh, I know you've had one for a long time, haven't we? Here? We have. So it's, you know, between Rotary Park and Kiwanis Park, right along the river. And we are encouraging people to reserve their gar- their garden plot. So it's $20. Um, plot sizes are 5 feet by 24 feet. And then there are also four raised um, garden plots that are available, mm. and those are five by ten. So encourage people to call City Hall uh, and stop by, reserve a plot. It's a great way to, you know, kind of when you don't have space at your own house for a garden, mm-hmm. you can come to our garden and plant. Can folks have more than one plot, or is it just limited to one person? They can have more than one okay. plot, yep. Nice, and $20 per plot. $20 per plot. Nice. Very good. All right. Um, what else? Uh, it seems to me as we head for this weekend, uh, you've got a couple of events for kids. We do. And so, dogs. Wow. Easter. <laughs> Easter is Sunday. Can you believe it? Uh, we do have the Easter egg hunt that will happen at Gregory Park. This year, actually, Rotary and the city is partnering with the uh, North Pacific Center. So it's going to be a bigger event. Uh, they're going to be Hosting and drawing for bikes. It starts at 10 a.m. sharp. Don't come late. Do not come late. I would encourage people to get there between 9.30 and quarter to 10 mm-hmm. because once it starts, it's all it on. starts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to hold those kids back. <laughs> That's right. And then also, you know, we can't forget about our dogs, right? right? So we have the Easter ball hunt. And that will be at Buster Dog Park, um, held at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Saturday, or sun, Saturday as well. So They'll be hunting uh, for tennis balls, right? They the will. Tennis it. balls around Boom Lake and the <laughs> Buffalo Hills Trails. You know, if you don't have a dog, it's always fun to go out there and watch the dogs mm-hmm. chase around for tennis balls. Cute. Yeah. Love that. And no charge for either of these events. That is correct. No like charge. That. Are the balls scented with Alpo or something, or how does that work? Yeah, you know, I'll have to ask Katie Kaufman. They should be, right? <laughs> All right. Last but not least, do I understand that there's some planning going on for some of our parks? There is. I've been talking about this, I, I think, several times when I've been on Community Focus, that really our park, park board has been focusing on our parks. Um, we've outsourced our recreation programs to really spend more more time looking at our parks and making improvements to our parks. So the Park Board right now is working on master planning uh, for all of our parks. So they looked at JCs and Kiwanis. So every month they're taking a look at another park and trying to seek and get some vision for our parks and what they might look like in the future. Encourage people to participate. You Mm -hmm. know, everybody's voice is important. These are your parks. So, you know, please give us a call at City Hall if you want to participate. Um, I know the Park Board would love to hear uh, your thoughts as well. Well, I've seen studies that every year when uh, people who live in cities are asked what they would like to see more of, it's always green space. So mm-hmm. it is important, isn't it, to have these great parks? It is, and we have a lot we do, of parks. We do, It's nice. And I think David's going to talk about another one of our parks coming up, our, our new park. So. Uh, yeah. Yes. So before you uh, put a bow on it, David, you, you've still been working here on some projects. And uh, t- bring us up to speed on a few of these things. Yeah, absolutely, Ken. So as Jennifer just alluded to, we're alluding to the Mississippi Landing Trailhead Project. Um, that's the project, again, as a reminder, that the city was awarded $2.85 million in environmental natural resource trust fund dollars 
through the Legislative Citizen Commission and Minnesota Resources. Yeah. Then their plug. Um, we've been working with uh, WSB, who was um, signed to do the engineering and design work on that project. And that project is officially out for bid. And actually, the bid opening is this Friday. Oh, wow. So that's an exciting um, next step is finally getting those bid pro- get bid numbers back, crossing our fingers that things come in favorably. Yes. And, you yeah. know, in this building season and the things, how things are right now, we are definitely crossing every digit we have. Yeah. Yep. And, and remind our listeners uh, what the vision is for that park. Yeah, the, the real vision behind this park is to give the residents of Brainerd and also our you know, all the surrounding community and our visitors access to the Mississippi River. As it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one of our greatest natural resources, yeah. and we're trying to turn back to the river and give people access to the river. And so this project includes a lot of different things, a couple overlooks, a new kayak and canoe launch, um, hopefully an amphitheater, a teaching center, and just some trails, and this gorgeous green space and a, a new place for um, the people to get out and enjoy uh, our natural resources. And if you haven't driven down East River Road in a while, I'd encourage you to do so because they've cleared out a lot of the trees. Oh, really? So you can actually now see the river off of that parking lot. looks beautiful. Lovely. Neat. Neat. Okay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I know. It's going to be exciting to see what how that all comes together. Yeah. All right. Love it. We'll cross our fingers, too, David. <laughs> Meantime, what are some of the other projects you're working on Absolutely. before you leave? So um, one of the things that uh, we've been discussing with the city council the last few months is code enforcement, uh, kind of what is the vision for code enforcement um, into the future. And this last council meeting on April 4th, uh, the council did adopt a new ordinance that changes how we do code enforcement a little differently. Mm. So moving forward, code enforcement will be completely complaint-driven. Um, how we've done it in the past is generally in these winter months is kind of a complaint-driven basis. If someone calls, has a complaint, we'll go out, look at it, and address it. Or if a uh, staff member's driving around, they see something, they'll document it, and we'll address it. And in the summer months, normally we'd hire a, a part-time seasonal employee who kind of is dedicated to going around and making sure our, our community stays beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But with the change, what it's doing is we're going to kind of more complaint-driven only. Um, so we won't have people actively driving around, but if we receive a complaint, we'll actually we will absolutely be attentive and and see what we can do to alleviate the situation. Also, the process by which we are addressing issues is changing a little bit. Hmm. Um, if there is an ordinance violation, the new process is as always. The first thing you're going to get um, if you are in violation is a notice from the city saying, "Hey, um, you are in violation. Here's what the violation is. Here's how uh, we need you to correct it." give it a date to correct it. Um, And if there is not compliance by a given date, then we go go down the um, citation route. Um, Under the new ordinance, you receive a maximum of three citations. Um, And if there's still not compliance by three citations being issued, then it's being taken to the city council, and the city council will then decide what action should be taken further on that issue. Yeah. Uh, and I think we've talked about this before. And uh, for something like sidewalks and uh, yards, if someone is uh, uh, unable to maintain their property for maybe physical or age-related issues, are there some ways to help them out? Yeah, absolutely. One of the first things we always say is if you get a notice 
um, that you're in violation, you know, you have questions, always call us. You know, that's the first thing we always say is call us, mm-hmm. communicate with us. At the end of the day, we're always just looking for compliance. We're not looking to give anyone a citation. No, that's not our not. goal at all. Yeah. Um, and we'll definitely work with people. If someone says, you know, I'm working on this, um, can I have some time? We'll absolutely give you time. And if there are other ways, maybe some other avenues we can send you, if you need some assistance, we'll try to work with you in that as well. Very good. That's cool. All right. Uh, what else has uh, been on your docket here lately? Yeah, the council on April 4th also ad- adopted two other um, ordinance amendments. So the first is to our rental code. So the city of Brainerd does license rental properties, residential yeah. rental properties. Um, and there's been a committee that's been looking at that code for the last few years. And um, they issued their recommended changes back in January. And then on April 4th, the council uh, adopted those changes. It is mostly the same code we had before. Um, just It's cleaned up a little bit and a little more synthesized um, with some changes to what we call the conduct on premises section of the code. It's a section that's enforced by the police department, just ensure, ensures that everyone on those rental properties is behaving as they should and being good neighbors. Um, and then also to cleaning up some of the licensing sections on um, requirements for licensing and uh, making sure that rentals stay up to code. Mm. And the other one being just the general property maintenance code. That's the section, again, that governs on how property should be maintained. What we did there is we just made a change of instead of having the the property code completely detailed out in the city code, um, what it does is it refers to what we call the International Property Maintenance Code. Mm. Um, and that and what it does is what we had currently was essentially the International Property Maintenance Code, an o- old version. But now we just refer to the Property Maintenance Code in that you can go and look on that online. If that ever changes – the code is automatically updated to recommend to um, demonstrate those changes instead of us having to go in every time and make our own changes. So mm-hmm. it just kind of automatically updates the similar thing we did to the building code about two years ago as well. Very interesting. All right. Now, Jennifer mentioned uh, economic development uh, issues that you've been working on. Uh, bring us up to speed on those. Yeah. The EDA back in January, February, um, they contracted with a number of consulting entities to do different work. And one of them was Swanson Haskamp Consulting. They're actually the ones who are actually working on our zoning code with us right now. Um, and they contracted with them to do some property marketing and development. And at the uh, EDA's last meeting on April 7th, um, they identified some priority areas to focus on, and those being the properties currently owned by the city of Brainerd, um, specifically some of our, our parking lots, uh, the, city of, the city's parking lot next to City Hall, uh, the Laurel Street parking lot, the Front Street parking lot, as well as some of our industrial park properties, to really start looking at those properties, um, doing some analysis of them, of what could potentially fit there, um, what kind of uses we might want there, and then with a long-term goal of putting together some cut sheets around those properties that we can then use to um, present those to developers and hopefully get some new development here in the city. Very interesting. All right. Well, you've been very busy. I was going to say. And now you have to clean up all those papers and turn it over (laughs) to someone else as you depart. But uh, – Thank you for being here all this time and and visiting us. We truly appreciate it. It's been a pleasure and it's been a joy. And even though I'm departing, as they say, the show must go on. And the Community Development Department is a great team. And uh, if you have any projects going on near in the future, give them a call. They're happy to work with you. Excellent. 
Awesome. Best of luck in your new position as the uh, Breezy Point City Administrator. Thank you very much. See you up there in the hood. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, Jennifer, uh, uh, I guess we'll just look forward to seeing you again next month. Huh? Yes, you will. And, uh, you know, and I know David won't be a stranger. You know, he lives close and and, and he's already, you know, informed us that he's only a phone call away. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Thank you both for being here today. Again, good luck, David. Thank you. Thank you both. Our guests today include Jennifer Bergman. She is the Brainerd City Administrator. David Chansky, former Community Development Director here in the City of Brainerd, now going to be the City Administrator for the City of Breezy Point. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget, our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. And you can listen anytime through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center. Ladies, we know what we want from our birth control. But what about what's in our birth control? That's why I chose the 100% hormone-free Paragard intrauterine copper contraceptive. It's the only birth control that uses just one simple active ingredient to prevent pregnancy over 99% of the time with no hormones and no daily routines. Paragard is a small IUD that prevents pregnancy for up to 10 years using copper. Ready to get what you want? Talk to your healthcare provider to see if Paragard could be right for you. Don't use if you have a pelvic infection, including PID, get infections easily, certain cancers, Wilson's disease, or a copper allergy. Pregnancy is rare but can be life-threatening and cause infertility or loss of pregnancy. Paragard may attach to or go through the uterus. Tell your healthcare provider if you miss a period, have abdominal pain, or it comes out. At first, periods may become heavier and longer with spotting in between. It won't protect against HIV or STDs. For product information or to learn more, visit Paragard.com.